Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats, I had Hey Arnold, I was playing my Game Boy. Work for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say. I can quote the ill man if you wanna test me. Cause you know I'm listening to Nas with the ice ice Hi, Julie. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? I'm great now that I'm here. Me too. I've been looking forward to this all day. Me too. And um, I feel like exciting things have happened in the realm of this podcast since I last saw you. We officially launched this week. Yeah. To great acclaim. Great acclaim. Five stars already. Five stars across the board. (laughs) I think we, when I was coming over here, I think we were up to like 24 reviews. 24? Oh, I know. Oh, nice. Awesome. Oh, so, thanks, guys. Keep it up. Keep rating us. Tell your friends. Subscribing and reviewing. Be honest. But if you're not going to give us five stars, well, I don't guess bother. <laughs> yeah, tell your friends. Tell everyone about us. So, anyway, yeah, super pumped about that. Yeah, and we did our photo shoot. Oh, my God. So fun. It was so much fun. Shout out to Kristen Renee Photography. Yes. yes. She crushed it. We told her what our vision was, and in between laughter, she put our vision onto yeah, onto uh, you know. (laughs) I can't wait to see. I wanted to see what you were gonna brought it on. Put it onto micro discs. Memory, memory, (laughs) memory cards. (laughs) So thank you, Kristen. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. That was great. So uh, yeah, that's that was. This podcast has been the highlight of my week all week for sure. Me too. So, um, lots of fun. Okay, so real quick, um, uh, speaking of launching, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at worked for 90s kids, no apostrophe. Just worked for 90s kids. Nine zero. Um, and if you want to email us and we want to hear from you, um, we want spooky stories, like things that happened to you in the 90s that would not happen <laughs> today. Like classic Halloween stories. Maybe they're scary. Maybe they're hysterical. But still things that would have happened to you in the 90s that maybe wouldn't have happened today. Like just one of the things like where you look back and you're like, uh, oh, my God, we walked into that house. And I can't believe my parents let us. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, so you can email us at workedfor90skids at gmail. Same same thing, no apostrophe. Right. So it's worked for the words and then 90skids, K-I-D-S, at gmail.com. Cool. Love it. Love it. I don't feel like I have any stories to tell this week. Other, I, It's just been exciting with the podcast. But it has any, been exciting with the podcast. Anything interesting happen in your life this I week? I can't really. I can't think of anything because it's been overshadowed by the success of our launch. The wild success. <laughs> um, we all got our flu shots this week. I guess that's kind of exciting, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Staying safe. <laughs> Staying safe in the time of coronavirus. Um. Yeah, Jack got his on Saturday, and he cried. And then I got mine yesterday, and my husband got his today. And Jack was like, but why do we all have to get them? It's like, so, well... Because we none of us want to get the flu, but thanks. So anyway. Thanks for your concern. Yeah, nothing really too exciting. Had a busy weekend, hung out with you guys, mm-hmm. went to a birthday party on Saturday with a few people, so that was nice. Super fun. Yeah. Cool. Um... Okay, so for Whacker All That today, 
I would like you to start. Ugh. All right. My whack for all that is very on point okay. given our topic for today. Trick or treating solo. You mean without your parents? Okay. Like without your parents waiting up the driveway to be like, oh my god, I have to take ten pictures. Just going out. Yeah, just your parents being, just being able to be, it being safe enough to be like, I'm going to go trick-or-treating with my friends, and you're like 10 years old. I would not do that today. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. I'd be up my kids' butts. Well, that's hard. At 10? 10? I don't know. I'm like, I might. You think so? Um... Have you met my husband? But yeah, I would probably yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> but like I think maybe the first year I I might do like the creepy mom thing where I'm like, Yeah, you can go, but I'm actually like kind of stalking them a Didn't little. Didn't you say you were gonna do that with Holland if she ever asks to walk to elementary school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because our elementary school is so so close. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, well if she, I, I might let her, but I'm gonna follow her secretly every day. And so make she's sure gonna she wear a disguise, glasses yeah. and a wig. No, the ones with like the mustache, <laughs> like the big nose with the <laughs> You know, the classic disguise. Who's mom? I'm not your mom. <laughs> Who? Can't you tell I'm a man? <laughs> With sunglasses. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, I think, and maybe it has more It has more to do with the times than anything else, yeah. right? It's just, it's just hard. I, mean, I want, I think it's like a thing where I'm like, I want to live in a world where yeah. I feel, but I guess you're right. Like, I don't think I do. And even if I did, it would be an illusion because yeah. I wouldn't really let them go. Right. Right. So maybe it's not whether or not the trick-or-treating solo is whack or all that. Maybe it's the times. The, the times, times, the are, times whack. are whack. The times are whack. Please bring it back to the 90s. Ugh. I mean, some of them. Like, you know, when Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg was still alive and sitting back on the Supreme in the Court. Day. Ugh. R.I.P. R.B.G. Yeah, that happened this week. That's right. That was That's awful. a huge bummer. I saw a quote today, and it, to be honest, I didn't pull up the article, but I saved it for later. And it was... Uh, RBG inspired, and I'm not sure if this was her quote or huh. inspired by, but it was like a school called potentially her. Oh, Did this, actually okay. yes. this actually this happened. This school called her in regards to her child, mm-hmm. and she basically told the person on the phone, hang up and call their, their father. Yeah. The kid, they have two parents. <clears throat> and it's his turn. And it's his turn. And, and when I, she whew. said that, did you see that when she said that, she said that the calls stopped coming as often she said her son she described him as quote lively they told him that he was always like out of control in school she's like no he was just lively yeah so after she said uh no like he's got a father too you need to alternate the calls the calls slowed down to maybe once a semester because they didn't they were like oh we actually have to think about whether or not we want to pull this man out of work (gasps) to have him come down here yeah no i didn't read the whole article i just saw that and i I was I like, that's some shit. Uh, I was like, I'll use that next time because yeah. I got a phone call from school this right. week, and so next time I'll be like, time to turn to Cole's dad. Right? Can Thank you please you. call his father? He's sitting right next to me. Right. So I'm seriously, that's what <laughs> I was gonna say. So it's possible that they're talking about like a man who's at work, or like maybe they're separated and the wife doesn't know what they're right. doing. And for me, Josh and I are like literally around each other twenty four seven. I'd be like, can you? Can imagine? you <laughs> I'm. I can because I'm going to. Gonna be you awesome. think I'm joking? I can't wait. You know what's so funny is when I when I had Jackson, <coughs> um, my brother-in-law Michael's mom came to visit us in the hospital, and she's in her 80s. Rosemary, right? Rosemary, yeah. yeah. She's in her 80s. 
Um, so she lived in a, she grew up in a different time, yeah. right? So she came to visit us, and I can't remember what she said, something along the lines of, um, Josh was a fireman at the time, and something along the lines of, like, calls in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and, like, oh, well, you know, hopefully you don't have too many, I can't remember. But anyways, when I responded to her, I said something like, oh no he we're getting up every other time like yeah he will be getting up yeah. every other time and she was like oh my stars and so, and I was like, did she like, really oh, say yeah. my stars she, <laughs> she says it all the time it's the cutest and sweet apples oh, wow i what love her uh, she's a gem but it just and like she has the biggest heart but it just it was so interesting to be like yeah that's the area you grew up in that's right. the area you raised your babies exactly. in as it was expected back when they used to drug mothers so that they just fell asleep and woke up with babies in their arms yeah. and i just her reaction like she thought it was i like she thought i was being funny right do you know what i mean right. like, well, like no no, woman no. Would. you're like no no i'm serious yeah. and also he's going to make dinner every other night <laughs> yeah this is a <laughs> partnership oh i love so. it Oh, man. It was good times. Chels, what's your whacker all that? Okay. So my whacker all that, and kind of the reason I wanted to go second, is because Kristen, who we mentioned, our lovely photographer, brought this up to me um, the last time I saw her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's going to be my whacker all that, and I promised her a shout-out. So <laughs> inspired. Okay. Leggings with stirrups on them. Oh, my God. Right? <gasps> did you completely forget? Because I, I had. Did. Yeah. They were. That, my, there was a period of time where it was all my grandmother wore. Mm-hmm. Were le- leggings with stirrups. Oh, my God. Like bodysuits for your feet. Yeah. <laughs> bodysuits for your feet. And I'm going to oh tell God. you what. I'm giving it in all that. Tell me why. Because. Tell me why We'll get there in sync BSB eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, because especially, all right, I wear leggings just all the time. If it's below 65, we're wearing leggings. That's what we're doing. Um, And in the fall, I like to be as basic as possible and wear my boots. Yes. And sometimes my leggings, like, ride up beyond the scope of my boots. If I had leggings with stirrups, not a problem. Especially if you're wearing, obviously, if you're wearing ankle booties. And even just to keep the look and the silhouette of a regular, like, a knee-length boot. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Like, keep it where it's supposed to be. Do I want all my leggings to have stirrups on them? No. But I want the option. But I want the option. I'm giving it an all that. Bring it back. Bring it back. Listen, designers, make it work. (laughs) If you're listening, and we hope you are, can you bring back leggings with stirrups, please? Or, like, give me a tutorial. I will use some fabric glue and just do it myself. But fabric, listen, I'm rough on my leggings. I don't think fabric glue is going to be enough. I don't trust myself to sew it, so (laughs) get on it. You'll end up sewing your finger onto the, be like, well, I guess I'm attached to this legging. (laughs) Well, I guess I'm a legging. It's like you are what you eat. You are right. what you wear. And I'm, and I'm a stirrup legging. Oh, I like that. No, bring it back. Oh, right. Good, 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 Kristen. Good I Kristen. love it. Yeah. So if you have something you want to submit to Whacker, all that. Oh yeah, give please. us the feedback. Yeah, definitely. And that you guys a... have been. Um, we appreciate the commentary we've received so far about what people want to hear about. Like, uh, someone said Spice Girls, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And then someone else said friends and, like, the watershed moments. And just so you guys know, that was the look I was going for in our photo shoot. But overall, the large hair, the classic brown lip, 
That was obviously supposed to be Rachel Green. Yeah, and Jill meant it. Like I did. she I, I said something along the lines of like, Oh, you should put a pale lipstick in the middle of your outlined brown lip. Mm-hmm. You know, that was very nineties. And yes. she was like, It was very nineties, but Rachel Green was a toned her. Lady. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes, we will be doing all of those things. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Should we move into today's segment? Let's do it. All right. You tell them what it is. Guys, today, in honor of spooky season, spooky. we are breaking down Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. A classic. Apparently a cult classic. A cult classic. Did horribly when it was released. Yes, I'm glad. I That's one of my fun facts. Good. But did you know it was released in July? Was it really? Yes. That's and they're they're silly. like, you should have released it in September or October. It would have done yeah, better. Yeah. Absolutely. So but that back was a then, fail. like the summer, and it probably still is the case now. Summer blockbusters are a big thing. Sure. And maybe they thought we'll release it in the summer, and then it'll go on to VHS because that's what was available. I guess, but back then VHSs came out like six months later. So still, I mean, you're remember thinking how of like now. They were too. Well, I don't. <laughs> Do you? I don't. I don't remember how much they were, but I remember. I want to say thirty. Yeah, that's you kind of that's... a lot. It is for the nineties. Yeah, think for about sure. That's what rates. I'm like. That must be. Well, I want to know if that's inflated or if it's half of that. Probably went into that very large plastic, noisy ass packaging that every Disney movie. Oh came in. my god! You lined it up on your entertainment center, and then you like the it like had books. alligator teeth. Yes, and you would have to line them up to close it, and sometimes yes. it was tricky. I know, especially oh. if it didn't have a tape in there. Mm. Yeah, it would get crushed. Oh, yeah, right. Wow, horrible design. Who were the Shark Tank on that? Not us. <laughs> Not us. Um, so, yes, July of 93, that is dumb. Yeah. Um, but my second fun fact is what I'm here for. Did you know Leonardo DiCaprio turned down the role of Max? I learned that yesterday when I was doing some research. Unacceptable. But do you know why he turned it down? <laughs> yeah, because he was going to be in Eating Gilbert. What's, What's eating, eating Gilbert, Gilbert Grape? Which, which I think was a smart career move. But Very smart career move. Leonardo DiCaprio is no dummy. I don't know why it took him so long to finally get an Oscar. I He should have won an Oscar for this role. Agreed. So Not his... the role of Max and Hocus Pocus, but What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Oh, no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Be like, wow, cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> no. But his award came 25 years too late. Yeah, like very recent. Yeah, it was for. Um, I don't remember what it was for. The, but. It starts with an R. It's the one. Oh, where, the Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember watching that one. Uh, I think I was on maternity leave with Jack. What did you think of it? I loved it. You I just loved remember it? sitting in the family room with Adam and Jack. I was wearing Jack and like a baby carrier, and we were just praying that he would sleep so that we could watch the movie. And we got through the whole film. Do you know it's based on a true story? I may have known that, but I don't remember that. So that is scary shit. I know. Sorry and for the tangent, guys. The, I'm not. Um, <laughs> the the um, there is a podcast called The Dollop, and one of their very first episodes. I I don't remember his actual name, but they tell the story of the character Leo plays, mm-hmm. and if you can believe it, like the true story is more outrageous oh than the movie. I'll have More. to do some research. I need to find out. It's fascinating. Good. <laughs> okay, my final fun fact, and then if you have any I didn't mention, lay them on me, was that in the movie, um, it's taking place in 1993, and they're saying that there's a full moon on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So my fun fact is there was not actually a full moon that year. 
In fact, there hasn't been a full moon on Halloween since 1974. Oh, wow. I wonder if there's going to be one this year. Oh, there is? Yes. Of course there is. Obviously, it's 2020. Oh, my God. The, like, Sanderson sisters are probably going to be... What's the word? I want to say reemerged. That's not it. Reincarnated? Yeah, that one. They're going to reemerge from the depths of hell. Oh, my God. I can't believe there's going to be a full moon. Of course there is. It's 2020. Halloween on a Saturday with a full moon, 2020. What could possibly go wrong? wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Bette Midler said that up until this point in her career, this was the most fun she'd had playing a character. I also read she still says that. Does she really? Mm-hmm. I love it. Ugh. And um, the girl who plays Danny, too, Thor Birch, Ooh. said this was also the most fun she ever had. I loved her. Me, Like, her too. character in this movie, I'm like, yes, girl. And she's a great actress. She is. And she's really cute. Especially for a child. Yeah, especially for a kid. Um, all right. Shall we get into it? Let's get into it. Wait, right, I have one more. Oh, yes, let's hear it. <laughs> My husband has never seen this movie. Can I tell you something? What, your husband hasn't either? Yesterday was the first time I watched it from beginning to end. Stop I it. Know. I told Adam that, and he, like, almost... He Disowned like, you? Yeah, almost. I'd seen bits and pieces of it. My friend Deborah's obsessed with this film, and I found out yesterday that Adam also loves it. He's like, this movie's incredible. I'm like, oh, cool, I've never watched the entire thing in one sitting. And he okay. was like, what? So let me ask you, what, like... What did you think of it? I loved it. You loved it. I did. Okay. I loved the movie. It's not a movie I would let Jack see at this point in his life. No, but I did I love the movie. And I was that. like, of course this is a Disney movie. And it's like a 1990s Disney movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was very clear. Okay. So I had a theory, and now you're kind of proving me wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> that if you didn't see it as a child, uh-huh. you wouldn't like it today. I mean, is it... It obviously didn't win any Oscars, but I appreciate it for what it is. I okay. wasn't expecting it to be, you know, to knock me off my feet and leave me feeling like a changed woman. But <laughs> Leave me feeling like a changed woman, but was I entertained? I guess. I was. I was. And it was fun to watch it with someone who liked Loved it. it. Well, exactly. that's what I was going to say. It's like, okay, so I have the opposite experience because I can't tell you how many times I've seen this movie from start to finish. Uh-huh. It's been a long time. But I, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this movie. Right. But in watching it, I'm also like, this movie is terrible. <laughs> and and Josh could not sit through it yesterday. Oh, really? He only came in for like 20 minutes. And at the best part, uh-huh. and then was like, ugh. I'm done with this. I was like, and I was like, what? You don't like Hocus Pocus? And he's like, I've never seen it. Like, I'm sorry. Excuse me? You I know, have the, to who the bleep did I marry? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? That's a TV show. I don't have a problem with swearing, but. Some of you might. This isn't a podcast for you. <laughs> if you do have problems. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Grandma. Is she listening? I don't know. Maybe. But if she is, I'm. Swearing up a storm over here. <sighs> All right. Okay. This damn book that's, you know, the film opens up and it's the book. Yes. Right? The, the the first scene is, are we we're like are we going from the credits? Because it's the witch flying over. Oh, I missed town. that part. Okay. But I'm talking about like before like you even see anything. Yeah. You see the book and it says 1963 or 1693 and I'm like, oh, Salem Witch Trials. Okay. I see where yeah. this is going. Okay. All right. And then we get into it. Opening scene. This is obviously like er, like colonies, right? Yeah. New Old England. times. Yeah. 
colonial times. <laughs> and we see pink smoke coming from the woods. And there's a young man and his sister is missing. And the friend of the guy says something along the ways of, look, they conjure. Yes. <laughs> and then we're taken into the Sanderson sisters. So something, I had to look up what the movie cult classic means. Mm-hmm. And it basically was saying, like, it's something that gains extreme popularity with a certain group of people and becomes, like, re-quotable, yeah. re-whatever. So right away we get hit with oh, one yes. of the most re-quoted and perfect lines in a movie ever. Oh, look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick. <laughs> Which... Good morning. I love because I hate me. mornings. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to tell you, I live for a, like an overcast rainy day. Mm-hmm. And that's also why I love my favorite season is fall. I appreciate the spring and summer, especially after a long winter. But after a while, you're like, ugh, you feel like you have to take advantage of all that good weather because winters here are so long. So long. sometimes you just need a break from that and you just want a rainy day. Now, listen. I disagree because I want the sunshine forever. I know. But I hate mornings, mm. so. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, too, hate mornings. I so, the, the Sanderson sisters are not the Sanderson sisters that you see on stickers and memes. They are no, no. ugly, raggedy-looking witches who look like they have been through some shit. I forgot about this. You know what I mean? I yes. was like, oh, but then immediately was able to put it together. Right. Like, oh, okay, they need... They need the that's children. why they right. need that's the children. That's why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. So they're making a potion. They have this little Emily in a chair. Oh, she's precious. She's really cute. She's really I cute. Know. And she's like not even fighting them. She's like, oh, hello. Okay. So <laughs> I made that note too. Um, and let's put a pin in this and come back to it in the last scene because I also realized that and was like, hmm, I'm okay. concerned. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Emily's older brother, Thackeray, mm-hmm. not Zachary, Thackeray, tries to come to her rescue. Mm-hmm. The witches catch him. They zap him. Mm-hmm. Emily also isn't reacting. And they they trap him while they force Emily to drink this potion. No, I'm sorry. They don't force her. She takes it willingly. It's, the, mm-hmm. it's Thora who fights it. But, yes. Um, they have her drink this potion. She starts glowing, and the glow is like her life force. It's like very ethereal. Very ethereal. And all the Sanderson sisters gather around her and just like breathe in her essence. Kind and of it makes the way, them younger. Kind of the way Botox works. No. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of the way Botox works. No, I was going to say this is what Dementors do in Harry Potter. They suck the soul out of you. Chelsea's rolling her eyes at me. For someone who loves Hocus Pocus so much, how can you not like Harry Potter? Because I saw Hocus Pocus as a child, and Harry okay. Potter came out when I was too cool for school. Oh, so. okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. But yeah, that's they're basically dementoring her. I wonder if that's where J.K. Rowling got her idea from. Because they're sucking like the life force out of her. That's interesting. Maybe. And possible. Yeah, I Because know. how old is J.K. Rowling? Well, she... I think that she, if I, and I'm sure all of you will correct me in the comments, but she wrote this, she wrote Harry Potter in the 90s. Okay. So she would have been developing her story right around that time. Yeah. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Cool. Or maybe it's just something that all witches and yeah. you know, evil spirits do. But if anyway. you're a witch, let us know <laughs> if this is how do it works. Do you suck the soul out of people using your breath? And does it look ethereal when you do it? Slide into our DMs and let us know. Yeah. 
let us know. Also, rate five stars. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so now they are um, lively again. And pretty. And pretty. Uh. I, yeah, air quotes. <laughs> like, pretty. And um, they cast a spell onto Thackeray that instead of his punishment being he has to die, that he lives forever as cat. With the guilt of not getting to his sister a time and protecting and her. And this is my worst nightmare. Is not being able to protect... Is living forever. Yeah. As a cat. <laughs> as a cat? Yeah. Why as a cat? Well, all things. Anything. Okay. Yeah. Chelsea is... 300 years? That's Chelsea famously does not want to live forever. I, on the other hand, will take all of the elixirs and will live for the rest of time. All right. So they I'm turn... Fine. You don't need to worry about me. They turn... <laughs> Wink. Wink. So... Sorry. Inside joke, guys. Um, so... All right, they turn Thackeray into cat, and then the people of Salem break into the house, and they're like, oh my god, what the hell are you doing? And they're getting ready to hang the sisters, and Thackeray's father is asking them where Thackeray is, and Thackeray, meanwhile, as a cat, keeps, like, crawling around yeah. around his dad's feet, and he's like, get away from me. He so, calls him a beast. Yes, he calls Which, him a beast. Ironically, this scene... I wrote down, reminds me of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, when they go hunting him and they're like, right? Doesn't yes. it? Where they're like out there trying to bash yes, up the door. Uh, what is it? Kill the beast. Kill the yeah, beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. So, Disney again, Easter Disney. Yeah. Oh, I like it. So, just as they're about to hang the sisters, Winnie says that they're going to be resurrected when the moon is full on Halloween and a virgin lights a black flame candle. And then the Sanderson sisters are hung. So let's take let's pause here. So yeah. this is the first scene. Yep. Okay. I, of of a children's film. Uh huh. I have yeah. A yeah. Disney film, no less. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is that when I went to go watch it, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this with fresh eyes as a parent and try and decide one if Holland can watch it this year, and two if not, when I feel she can watch it. Right. And I don't know when I'm gonna be emotionally prepared to explain what a hanging is. Right. So I think my answer might be never. <laughs> she can watch it exactly never. Yeah. Um, I agree. I am... It's just so... It's just wild to me. Like, what was okay? The hanging is the ago. only part that really... That's pretty I bad, mean, yeah. The rest of it, I can, I can deal with because they're not harming her, you know, in the well, sense Well, they did that, kill her. I know, but they... <laughs> but, like... But it's not obvious. It's to a not viewer. for exactly right. For one, it's not obvious. It's not torture. She's not. Resisting and my notes actually it. say she looks dead. It doesn't say that she is right. Dead. She right. looks dead. So right. they. It could have just been. You know. It leaves. Maybe it was just up a spell for the imagination. Yeah. Or... Maybe it was a spell or whatever. But uh, like, if she had uh, screamed out when they in sucked pain. in her yeah, life force, I then I would say no, no, no. That's right. torture. But so far up, to, I to that point, I was okay. Yeah. It was the hanging. Yes. That, and more so, like, even if they had left it up to the imagination, I might have been like, okay, some, like, iffy topics, but whatever. Right. But they don't leave it up to the imagination. Yeah. Like, it's very They show clear. the feet hanging. Yeah, they show the feet hanging. Like, you know what happened. Also, terrible representation of the actual Salem witch trials, right? Yes. Because those witches in the Salem witch trials were not actually witches. Right. So, come on, guys. Um. All right, so, up until that point. Now we fast forward. 
300 yep. years. We're in 1993. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Still in Salem. Still in Salem. And now we're in a classroom. So there's a teacher who looks like she's maybe in her 50s, and she's wearing a witch's hat, and she's explaining, like, you the know. Legend the legend of, of the Sanderson sisters. Which I get in a town like Salem. Yeah. Like, at first, I was like, why is this teacher so enthusiastically whatever? But I guess if you live live in Salem, Massachusetts, I mean, we have fire patches from Salem, and they have a witch on their fire patch. Oh, my God, I love it. Like, on a broom. I love it. So, obviously, that's a culture. Right. You know what I mean? Right. The history of Salem and what it's known for. And the witch trials and everything. Have you been to Salem? I totally get I haven't. I have. What's it like? I love it. Do you? Is it charming? It's very charming, like your classic New England, super charming. And I went to this, and I can't remember, and I should have looked this up beforehand, but there was, um, they have like a whole thing that you can sit in and they talk about the witch trials and it's um, like animatronic. Like a mock trial? Kind of, but it's like all animatronic and they explain the whole history behind it. And um, I went there with my mom one year. We were in Boston, then we went up there for the day. And I the, I love the town itself. And I think yeah. someday um, I would like to go around, like, in October. Because I think with the changing of the so leaves fun. and just the Halloween spookiness of it all. yeah, Spooky season. You That's, like, the it. ultimate spooky yeah, season Yeah, you would trip. love it. Super charming. That love sounds it. fun. Yeah. So, um, anyway... Yeah, the teacher is telling the story of the Sanderson, Sanderson sisters, and she says that the cat, that, you know, the legend is that the cat paces outside of their home every Halloween, which, like, we find out later a little bit more information about. Mm-hmm. And then, at this point, we meet Max Dennison. Yeah, um, so my notes from this scene where we meet Max and Allison yes, is... I feel like this is another example of um, directors slash writers in the 90s not trusting the audience (laughs) to wrap their minds around a character because Max is like has shaggy hair and is wearing tie dye and is sort of like aloof to the presentation. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I guess out in California. So it's one of those things where they're like, they're not just going to give you context clues. They're not just going to say it. They're going to give you both because you might be stupid. (laughs) Which I loved. And which then, apparently people were back then because they let their I kids guess. watch a movie with witches being hung. Right. <laughs> so that just cracked me up. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, I get it. So, um, And he but, says Halloween's a conspiracy built by candy companies. Yep. Do you think he's an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> if he's not an anti-vaxxer, he's either a flat earther or... <laughs> What's the other one? I love QAnon. It. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> so, um, where are we in this? Okay. And a quick note: Did you notice the outfit the girl behind him was wearing? No. <gasps> because she was wearing one of those tight turtlenecks, the like spandex turtlenecks under a sweatshirt, which oh, was oh my god, my jam. That in is the 90s. classic. Like I need to stay warm, but also look like I don't care. Right. So I'm going to just throw this super tight sweater turtleneck thing underneath my sweater. My big baggy sweatshirt. My big baggy sweatshirt. Right? I mean, can we bring that back? No. Um, Okay, fine. I hate that look so much. (laughs) Do you really? Yes. I cannot wait to come dress up as that for everything. I 
would wear it as a gag, but I worry people would question. Actually, but I'll then you'd be super comfortable on it, and you'd be like, "Wow, this feels so." Light. I know <laughs> that that did happen to me at our photo shoot when Chelsea was wearing hot pink bike shorts. Hot pink bike shorts, and I had butterfly clips in my hair and way too much eye makeup on. Yes, and pigtail buns, and I was like, "I feel alive." <laughs> I feel like very at home in my skin. I right was now. at home doing work. I like had actually no working, problem. And Chelsea was texting me saying, Oh my God, this is giving me life right now. I like we went out um to grab a snack and a drink after our shoot. And you would you would think I would A bring a change of clothes or B at least desire a change of clothes. But Neither. I was like, Nope. Neither one happened. I'm totally fine. I actually said, should I bring a pair of leggings or something to change out of these overalls? She said, nope. Nope. And surprisingly, no one really, like... No, nobody even flinched. No one really flinched. Which they I were like, hilarious. Eh. Oh, well, it's 2020 after all. <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> Alright. So, Allison, we don't know her name is Allison yet, but Allison pipes up and she talks about the roots of Halloween being like, all oh, Halloween. Hallows yes. Obviously, the smart, cool girl in the class. And then, what does Max do? I don't know. He stands up in the middle of class and, like, hands her a note with his name and number in it. Okay. Wow, that is bold. That is bold. And then one of the other students is like, You don't stand a chance. Yeah. Which I think is so funny. Yeah. Classic 90s movie, right? Classic 90s movie. So then, yeah. But Allison, right? So Mm -hmm. now school is out. And first of all, Movies like this gave me a complex in high school because the scene, this happened all the time. Mm-hmm. Clueless, yep. Hocus Pocus, this like the bell rings and everybody's just like runs off and grabs their bike and right. is like, doo, 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 and like, and like the buildings are beautiful. Yeah. Like, all, this doesn't happen. I'm sorry. That was not how it went. No. Eddie, please don't set me up for such great disappointment yeah you know what happened after school you lined up for the bus you lined up they yelled at you over the loudspeaker (laughs) they yelled at you outside yeah there was just a lot of yelling especially in the 90s a lot of yelling so um i wrote a note that i put allison's coat gimme i loved her coat (laughs) oh what a dream okay so when allison hands him back the note and coily says trick or treat yeah Oh my gosh, I was like, this chick is cool. She is cool. She is confident. She is. She knows her worth, right? She does. So even if her number had been in there, she's so like cool and coy about it. And I thought it was going to be. And then he opens so it I. up and she just gave him back his own number. I, my what heart broke for him. Thing. Oh, but yeah, it broke for him, but like, yes, false, girl. like, yes, girl. Exactly. Because she wasn't an asshole about it. Like, right. what a clever, funny right. way I to be like, note, no, thank you. I thought the note was going to come back later and that he was going to unfold it more and that her number was going to be buried inside. And maybe that she, was just trying so to be, good. she was trying to be, like, funny. That did not happen. Maybe it did. And they just cut it out. Who yeah. knows? So the other thing about this, well, moving into the next scene where he gets on his bike and he's riding home. This is quintessential New England in the fall. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is, and I love it, and it's just amazing. That's all I have to say. It's beautiful. And apparently, so the ex- like the outside scenes were filmed, actually, I think either in Salem or somewhere else um, in New England with, like, the principal cast. 
but then the interior scenes were filmed on a stage, like a sound stage in Burbank, California. Oh, I didn't know that. So there you go. Wow. I know. Wow. The more you know. The more you know. So Max is on his bike, and for whatever reason, he's like, I'm going to stop at a cemetery. No, it's it's his route home. Yeah, well, He's cutting I mean, through. But spoiler alert, I would never cut through a cemetery. Well, that's just ex- that's exactly my point. Like what in the world is happening? Yeah. Do you think that would happen today? Uh, no. Have you read The Lovely Bones? Oh my god. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um hot tip. Never cut through a cemetery. That's bad news. Daytime with flowers. And other and a crowd humans. of people with yes. you. <laughs> like, bring a whole parade of people. A parade. So he cuts through the cemetery and he meets the two bullies. The bullies. There's always got to be like these classic like, 90s Classic bullies. 90s movies always have like one or two bullies. Yep. And these guys it. are jerks. They are jerk faces, for sure. And this is where we learned that Max moved from LA just last week. So he is fresh from New England. He's fresh. Time. Fresh. Ugh. And they bully him. They're like, you got to smoke. He says he doesn't smoke. They're like, you got a dollar. He's like, I don't got a dollar. And then they're like, well, then give us your kicks. And they show us his shoes and their Nikes, which I thought it was. Nike must have had some kind of a deal in this because it was very obvious that they were like focusing in on the Good Nike catch. swoosh, which I think is also very classic 90s. Yeah. Like, that like was the product placement was it. very obvious. Right. Oh, yeah. and Nike. Right. Just do it. Yeah. That was, okay. So, yeah, classic 90s product placement. Yeah, and, okay, so then we see him riding away on his bike with no shoes. So sad. Comes home, slamming doors, (laughs) dramatically yelling, can't believe you made me move here! (laughs) And, again, classic 90s. Classic 90s. And then goes upstairs and throws himself on his bed classic 90s um you know what else is classic the parents not following him and wondering what's going on well that you're right that but also (laughs) the size of his bedroom like talk you talk about like a complex with a high school um, exit all of these movies i've wrote my notes say his bedroom is massive work for upper middle class 90s kids in every movie always made me feel sad like share and clueless right like giant closet where do you get that closet yeah like do you know what i had when when I lived in the South Bronx. <laughs> a bedroom you shared with four sisters. I had a pretty rad bedroom. Yes, I had a bedroom I shared with two sisters. There were just three of us at the time. Yeah, and it was a one-bedroom apartment. My mom and my stepfather at the time, like, slept in the living room. Oh, my gosh. I know. But then we moved up to, you know, up, up to upstate New York, and I got my own bedroom, and it was... But was were you the one who got your own bedroom because you're the oldest? Exactly. Did the, the others have to share? Yes, and then yeah. Savannah was born, and then it was me and my own bedroom, and... The three and other three girls. of us, yeah, uh, and then my, and then you know, we moved into a home that we owned, and I shared with Susan, and then the two little ones shared. But yeah, that was quite an upgrade. But yeah, these movies always like, he's got a massive bedroom, like a huge drum kit in his bedroom, and like a loft, a loft where his bed is. Like, what is happening? What the hell kind of setup is this? And it, we find out later, like that that lookout point, almost oh, like a that's lighthouse, right, in his bedroom. Ugh. I'd love to know what the parents' bedroom Max, looks like. Max, if you're listening. We know you are. <laughs> We're jelly. 
Um, the house itself, also from the exterior, just, again, with the classic New England vibes, I loved it. Yeah, it's reminiscent of uh, the Home Alone house a little bit, I feel like. Just, like, that really cozy, Yeah, like, the, like, flat front, super cozy, yes. yeah. <clears throat> All right, so then we meet your favorite girl. My girl, Danny. Danny. I love her. Pops out of his closet, teases him about fake making out with a pillow, snuggles on his bed. She's already in her (laughs) costume wearing bright red lips. I love that. Get it. I love that. And And she's like, let's go, bitch. Bring me trick-or-treating. Take me (laughs) trick-or-treating. That's your job. And he's like, I'm not going to. They argue. One of my favorite things, when she screams mom at the top of her lungs. Classic little sister, am I right? Yeah cracks me up because we like still have a joke in our family today because my brother used to um tattle on me by being like chelsea (laughs) like he was defending himself but he wouldn't be looking at me he'd be looking at my mom (laughs) so he'd have jake chelsea Chelsea. right so that little sibling scream for her mother is uh reminded me of my childhood i also laughed because they just moved to they just moved here last week right mm-hmm. and danny's like mom and dad said you have to bring me trick-or-treating because they're going to a party at town hall like what kind of <laughs> these people are so popular that they're like that. yeah we're going to a party at town hall we know we just moved here we're not even un- done unpacking yet but you guys can fend for yourselves bye bye <laughs> We'll get to the party because that's classic. 90s. That is a banger of a party. Yeah. Okay. Um. So they go out trick or treating. Max loses. To you know. Oh, the bullies. Uh, yeah. Yes. Obviously, the baby is the favorite. As oh, right. it is. Right, right, right. So he has to take her trick or treating. They're out. Those punks are out there. Danny is a sass queen to them. I love her. I love her. But she throws her brother under the bus. She doesn't mean to. I know. What are you going to do? She's, what, eight? And she, like, her brother, she probably, like, worships him. But I love her eye rolling and not even being a little bit scared. Like, you punks. (laughs) You don't know anything. And she goes, what are you supposed to be? A new kid on the block? I love that line. (laughs) I love it. Like, what an insult, right? Yeah. But it's not. Because, yeah. So then Max is like, listen, I'm not fighting you guys. Like, they're trying to give him a hard time. He just gives him all of his candy. And then, like, the whole gang of bullies, like, gets around this candy. Like, ah! It's just yeah. like, you guys are such losers. Yeah. What are you doing? Hanging around houses, making little kids give you candy. Like, did you not get enough hugs as a kid? No, they didn't. Ugh, gross. That's what happens. Hug your kids. The and then Danny's like, wow, you should have you fought them. And he's like, they would have killed me. Yeah. And she goes... At least, At least he, he would have died a man. <laughs> and he says, why don't you collect your candy and get, get out of my, my life? <laughs> and I just, I just, it's so dramatic. Like, And then she <laughs> runs and throws herself onto the pumpkins. Onto and the is like pumpkin crying and snuggling. And I noticed pumpkins. no tears coming out of her eyes, but she's like really laying it on thick. Yeah. So funny. Oh, so God. I laughed. Funny. I laughed very hard at this. It's probably not what they were going for, but I laughed a lot. I did laugh a lot as well. I and also of course, wrote down that line in all caps. Which one? Get out of my life. Collect <laughs> your candy and get out of my life. 
So obviously they make up because it's a 90s movie and we only have like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So we got to wrap things up and move along with the plot, right? Yep. So then they're standing in front of this really beautiful home. And they just walk in. Ooh, good point. There was no doorbells. Nobody invited them in. There's no candy, like, outside or no, anywhere. they just, like, walked in yeah, the home. Yeah. What even? That, I I made a note. These are the 90 stories I'm looking for. I think this is called burglary. <laughs> Did you ever just walk into someone's home? I grew up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. We did not walk into homes. No, I didn't. Did they in the South Bronx? <laughs> did you just walk into yeah, people's right. homes? Yeah, right. There were there was a, it was locked and also deadbolted. Okay. And yeah. if you just walked into someone's home, you probably would have been smacked among other or things. shot or shot. Yeah. What are Insane. you implying that everyone in the South Bronx has a gun? The yes, disrespect. because <laughs> I am a um, very close-minded human. <laughs> oh, yes. But, you know Chelsea. Yeah. You know her. You know me. <laughs> Everybody in the South Bronx has a gun. <laughs> um. So, yeah. No, there was never... I mean, but why would you ever walk into someone's house? The only house I walk into is yours. <laughs> yeah, same. And my parents. Uh, oh, it. yeah, that's true. And parents, I guess. Okay. So, they just walk in. It's Allison's house. Of course. And everyone is dressed like they are trying out to be in a role on the Broadway hit Hamilton. I was going to say Pride and Prejudice. Or that. But also (laughs) Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is happening here? I I thought maybe they were trying to um, recreate the time of the Sanderson sisters, but it doesn't even seem like... It's that. It seems like they're trying to recreate England in the time of the Sanderson sisters. Okay. So, yes. Right? Like, maybe maybe upper class? Yeah, the upper class, like, pompadour-wearing folks of the Sanderson sister times. Okay, I'm going to go with that's what the theme was. But still, they could have walked onto the stage of Hamilton and fit in. Or Pride and Prejudice. Or Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Or Pride and Prejudice. Um, Okay, can we talk about the Yavos line? Yeah, I didn't. Oh God, uh, the Yavos the line. Spell. I don't I understand. From spell. First of all, who calls them Yavos? Nobody. But this was the most horrid part of the movie. So, guys, just so you know, spell Chelsea. Can you explain? Yeah, it's it's secondhand embarrassment. So, like, have you ever seen somebody singing karaoke? And they're really bad, but you can tell that they believe that they're really good. Like, they're because there's a difference. Like, you can go in and you can suck, but you can be like, I'm leaning into it. I'm leaning in. Like when Jack today was singing Cinderella, sing the sweet nightingale. Yeah. And I said, Wow, you sound like the stepsisters. And his response was, I know, I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but you can go and be like real earnest or like, um, whenever people propose on jumbo screens, Oof. that gives me spell. Mm, yeah. Taylor Swift, anytime she dances, gives me oh, spell. Oh, poor Tay Tay. I know. So this moment was spellbinding. Spellbinding. Accurate. So. Um. Also, like, how dare the little sister throw the brother under the bus like that? I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> You're like, that's fine. <laughs> but I wish she would have just said boobs. <laughs> yeah, why yabos? Oh, you know why? Because it was the 90s. 
Like oh, people didn't, didn't talk. use. Oh yeah, they didn't like, use the proper words. Hey, guess what, guys? My son knows that he has a penis. I'm I don't sorry. Call, <laughs> what? I don't call it a pee pee. And uh, guess what? These, these are breasts. And women have vaginas. What? All right? Oh, my God. I'm... I know. I'm sorry. I meant yabos and flowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that must be why, right? Work it for 90s be. kids does not. This is not track. Oh, my gosh. No. Does please. not don't. track. Don't do it, guys. So important to teach your kids the proper anatomy of their body. Because if they say someone at school touched their flower... You're going to be like, well, who gave you the flower? Yeah, that's what I mean. Is this a parenting podcast about avoiding (laughs) CPS situations? Oh, my God, it might be. (laughs) This is not a joke, though, guys. This is a PSA. Oh, my gosh. Teach your kids the right words. You're so right, though. That's probably why. That is exactly why. I wonder if they would have been fine or... I wonder if there would have been like a PG thirteen rating if they, if they said had said boobs, boobs, but they can hang people. Oh my god! Wow! Can someone do research because I don't want to do it. Nah, me either. That's what. <laughs> that's what you are for. Oh my god! I bet that's what it is. Wow! What a breakthrough! Wow! Wow! Pat we are on the back. dissecting the decade and crushing it. All right. So she talks about her yabos, and Allison is like, ee, 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 like very like doesn't let it get to her too much. And then Danny and Allison, they're so cute. They're talking about their love of the Sanderson sisters, and Danny's like, oh, I just learned about them today. And Allison says, oh, my mom used to run the museum, um, but it closed down because it was too spooky. And she's like, listen, I will bring you there. I'm just gonna go get changed out of my like, you know, Martha dress yeah. and you know, Martha Washington dress, and let's go. So that's what she does, mm-hmm. and they go. They go. So um, I wrote down a note here because while she's going up to get dressed, for and also, quick note, it was Max who kind of demanded they go. He was like, well, let's go. Make a believer out of me. Oh, yes. And she was Obviously. like, all right. He wants to hang out with Allison. Right, he wants to hang out with Allison. So while she's upstairs getting changed... Danny's like, Max, I don't want to do this. It's spooky there. You know what I mean? Oh! oh, And this is like the classic 90s, the moment where you're like, don't do it. Where you're screaming at the screen. It's like the the, uh, foreshadowing. Don't go into that room that's not lit up and you're by yourself. You know what? I'm just going to go down to the basement. I'm just going to go down into the basement by myself without a weapon. Okay. (laughs) Good idea. Wow. You're a genius. So I was like, yeah, this is the classic moment in the horror film where as the viewer, you're, it's crystal clear. I see where this is going. I see where Mm -hmm. this is going. Okay. So they go to the museum. They're looking, they walk in, everything's dusty, lots of cobwebs, which sidebar, have you seen the meme? I think you sent it to me or I sent it to you or maybe we sent it to each other because that happens all the time. All the time. And it's like the spider hanging outside and a woman cleans a spider web and the spider's like, wow. Yes. And then she hangs up a fake spider web and then he says, wow, in all caps. Wow. I guess it's spooky season. Don't want the natural cobwebs. Give me that fake shit from Target. Oh, my God. Yes, I've seen it so So good. that is what this museum is. It's like the old Sanderson sisters' wow. house covered in the fake Target cobwebs. Yes. But I love it. And Max grabs a lighter, and he's like, I found a lighter, which comes in handy later. It does come in handy, but quick aside, so when I was Googling fun facts, I literally found a a website that was like 25 things that are fucking wrong about Hocus Pocus, (laughs) and one of them was that 
a Zippo lighter needs to be filled with fluid, and they don't sell them with fluid in them already. They, oh, you're right! So he wouldn't be able do to you, just go like... Do you know why I know that? My sister Susan, for some odd reason, collected Zippo lighters. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, is. so that's a real... Oh, I like that. I like that fun fact. Yeah, there is a few others that they just... It was like... This the continuity happen. issues, this right? This right. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, so then they are looking at the spell book, which mm-hmm. is encased in a glass case. And you notice at this point that Thackeray the cat is like looking in. He mm-hmm. sees movement in the house. And then um, Max walks over to the note on the on the on a candle and he reads the note. It's on the black flame candle about lighting it and bringing back the dead. And how like a virgin has to light it and it'll bring back the dead. On and the, then, a full moon. On a full on on a full moon, right. And then the cat attacks him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm just going to light it. And then what happens? What does he say? Did I write this down. Come on. I didn't. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Uh, I can't believe I didn't write it down. So, yeah. So, he gives us the name of the movie. Just like. He said it. Classic family guy moment, right? Oh, there it is. He said it. <laughs> it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. I wrote down later when Winifred says it. but I Oh, she says it down. too? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed it. Oh, oh she's, <laughs> she's making fun of it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says it like derisively. So, um, he lights the candle and then shit starts to go down. It goes down. There is wind. The floor is rattling. There's green lights. All the lights explode. The yes. fireplace turns on. Everything that can be lit on fire, like lights on fire. The is candles, lit the fireplace, fire. the cauldron. And Max, then it settles. Yes. And Max goes, What happened? And Danny goes, A virgin. <laughs> Lit the candle. Okay, pause. There's a lot of virgin talk. That's the other thing I noticed. Uh, yep, I also made a note that was like, wow, they want to make it crystal clear that this guy is a virgin. Which, like, again, 90s, right? Clueless. Clueless. You're, You're a, a virgin, virgin who can't, can't drive. Ugh, R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. One of the classic lines that I still, like, use when I refer to my kids. All the time. Like, oh, Jack thinks he can come at me? He's a virgin who can't drive. All so the time. So who the hell is, who the, who the hell is he? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so she's like, oh, a virgin with a candle. And he's like, oh, yep, sure did. And then the sisters walk in through the front door, and they're like, oh, my God, it's just as I left it. Okay, I love the Sanderson sisters. I think they are hilarious. They are. I love their chemistry. I love... All of it. I think they are so funny. Winifred is clearly the older sister. She is the HBIC. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And Sarah, just, Sarah, a.k.a. Sarah Jessica Parker. She's the youngest. She's the youngest. And she is like, really leans into how pretty she is. Mm-hmm. And how much she loves boys. And which, she's wild and free. Which kills me. And then the middle sister is your typical middle child. Yep. They. She's the ugliest one. <laughs> She's the heaviest one. Aww. They just need her around because she's the one who actually has the skill. To like, find children. Yeah, they're right. like, we don't really like her, but we need her because she's like, the one who oh, can I smell, smell I smell children. They're like, oh, good. Thank God oh, you're thank here. thank God. So, yep, uh, Mary, our middle, says, Vinny, I smell children. And they go hunting around the house. They find Danny. They start talking to her. I love her for trying to play it off cool. Being like, like, oh, hey, hey, ladies, I lit that on purpose. I just wanted to meet you. (laughs) Okay, bye. You must be going. Yeah, like, come on. 
They I mean, ask her what year it is, and this is That's when we right. find out it's 1993. Yes. So um, they're about to put her in a cauldron. Max appears, and he's like, you need to leave her alone. And then Winnie starts screwing around with Max, you know. Does the zap thing. Like right. Like she did to Thackeray. Exactly. I'm like, wow, this is this is history repeating itself. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then um, Allison knocks Mary over. Danny knocks Winnie and Sarah over. And then... Danny and Allison run out of the house, and Max jumps up onto the ledge where, in the first scene, Thackeray was hiding. Mm-hmm. And he busts out his zip his Zippo lighter. Says he has acid rain or, like, fire rain or something. Um, It's called Burning Rain of Death. Got it. Burning <laughs> Rain of Death. They can't see the lighter in his hand. They can't see the lighter in his hand. Also, they've been dead for 300 years. They don't a know lot lighters of technology exist. has happened. Right. So he lights it, and they're like, ah, he's magic. Right. And he then just he, had fire come from his fingers. Yeah, he set off the fire alarms that were installed into the museum, obviously. Rain, it starts raining. The water's falling. The Sanderson sisters freak out, run for shelter. Zachary tells Max to grab the spell book, and they run off into the woods. Mm-hmm. And, um... They escape to a cemetery, and the cat, Thackeray, who they also refer to as Binks, because his last... They, well, they learn this in a second. Yeah, let's start calling him Binks. It's a lot less It's a lot easier, yeah. So Thackeray. He's like, listen, we're at a cemetery. The witches can't come here. They can't touch the ground here because it's hallowed ground, which is important throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. And then he shows them the headstone of Winifred's ex-lover, whom she poisoned, and so, and she also sewed his mouth shut because apparently he was screwing around with Sarah. The so sister. it's interesting that Winnie was like, um, F you, sir, but didn't seem that upset with Sarah about it. Good point. I mean, I guess that's where your loyalties lie to your sister. Blood is thicker than water, or yeah. so they say. I guess so. So then back at the Sanderson sisters' home, they realize that it's not actually, like, a acid rain. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, it's just water. So they run out. And then, again, to your, like, what you were saying before, 300 years have passed. They I love this anything, part. And they're, like, fighting over who's going to step onto. The Black River. The Black River. It's and just a like, road. Oh, my God, it's solid ground. It's just yeah. a road. And then an ambulance comes by, and they're like, ah! Because they see, like, the sirens they, yep, and the lights, never and they run away. It. So... Um, the firefighters come, and they presumably put out the sprinklers. And Sarah's like, boys, when she sees the firefighters walk by, because they're hiding in the bushes. And then Winnie says, they're witch hunters. They're witch hunters, because they're wearing that. black robes. And they carry an axe. That's right. Like, they're carrying an axe. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. So now we're back at the cemetery, and Binks is like, this is what happened to my sister. This is why I always guard the house on Halloween, because I was waiting for a virgin to come and light the candle. Yep. <laughs> Just waiting. Poor Max. His virgin status. And then the sisters show up, and they're flying above the ground, not actually touching the hallowed ground, which I didn't know that they could do, but that makes sense. Yeah. That is a continuity issue I personally Like a have. plot issue, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, they shouldn't be allowed... At all. Yes. I get it, like, you can't even touch the ground, but I just feel like you shouldn't be allowed to even fly. Yeah, agreed. So, I put a note here for a story. Again, they keep talking about virgins. The Sanderson sisters are like, well, a virgin lit this, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, 
This definitely worked for 90s kids. Remember Madonna, Like a Virgin? Of course. So here's a fun fact. When I was younger, I was probably five or six, I asked my mom, what is a virgin? And her answer to me was, it's what Jesus' mother was. And to my little brain, I was like, that's enough. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> How funny. And the Catholic upbringing <laughs> of us comes up again. Again. Over and over again. Six? It's what Jesus' mom was. And this is the thing, right? Side sidebar. Only answer the questions your kids ask. You don't need to be like, yeah. a virgin is someone who hasn't had sex. Well, then what's sex? Yeah. My mom was like, a virgin is what Jesus' mom was. Totally. Oh, okay. I have a, a side sidebar story as well that's sort of similar. I had the same question about, like, what does gay mean? Mm-hmm. When um, I was probably five, I was like, what's gay? Mm-hmm. And, um, what? Oh, no. It, well, I didn't even ask what gay was. It was because I met... My cousin, who is gay. Oh, yeah. And is, like, um, classically, like, a little bit flamboyant. Like you know a what feminine, I mean? yeah. flamboyant. Just talks a little differently, hand gestures. Yeah. Smelled amazing. <laughs> and I, I just recognized that he was different than the other males in my life. So yeah. we're, like, driving home, and I, I said something, like... I can't help but notice that Michael is different, but as a five-year-old would. And my mom's reaction to that was like, well, yes, Michael is gay, but we don't care about that. Right. And that was, you know what I mean? Like, right. And at five, that put the notion in my head that, like, gay? Okay. Right. You know gay what I mean? Gay is not bad. And gay yeah. Is okay. And so that's right. what I mean is that's, like, my first exposure to the word. Way to go, Lori. <laughs> and so it's just, uh, that's a great point. Yeah. Like, you can still be impactful with with very simple yeah. like answers and like it doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing so yes is this a parenting podcast it is mm-hmm. Winifred uses a spell to wake up her dead lover from his grave so that he can assist her in capturing the children which he does essentially for the rest of the film and at least we begrudgingly think, right we think that this <sighs> is what he's doing and Sarah says hello Billy <laughs> He gets, I love... His name's William, and she's like, hello, Billy. He sits up out of the grave, turns around, sees that he's, like, dead, and is like, whoa. And I just love <laughs> oh, that. I thought I was just taking a very long nap. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Um, this also made me laugh because my younger son is William, and um, we call him Will. We've never called him Bill or Billy. And over the weekend, this birthday party we were at, the host of the birthday party was like, I'm just going to call him Bill just to get under your skin. I'm like, no, no Bill, no Billy. And my husband has started it, too. Oh, he chimed in. <laughs> and I was like, wow, the disrespect. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, no Bills, no Billy. I mean, worked for worked for people who died in the 1700s, but not for this. Not, not for my kid. Not for this Prince William. So, exactly. All right. So, everyone's freaking out. Like, the kids escape. Billy gets decapitated. It's just, it's a whole scene. It's a whole thing. I also wrote a similar note. I was like, things are going down. Did you drink out of that? This? Yes. No, but it's empty. empty? Should we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. I need a refill. I need a water. Okay. (laughs) We'll be right back. Let's take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats going to find me. Take it back to the 90s. 
suggests they form a calming circle when he's like, I am calm! <laughs> Which is just... Not. No, but also, that's me. Like, <laughs> you really connected with her. With Winnie? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> and their calming thoughts are, like, not things that are calming. No, it's like, think of a bunch of dead rats. Think of mother <laughs> beating us with twigs. So then they, a bus pulls up and, you know, they freak out because, again, they've been asleep for 300 years. Well, they've been dead for 300 years. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the hell is this? And he's like, where can you? And they're, and he's like, I'll bring you to wherever you desire. And they go, we desire children. And he says, he makes a sex joke, which, yeah. again, like, worked for 90s kids. Yep. Doesn't track. Nope. Doesn't track. <laughs> He also has the classic, he goes, bubble, bubble, I'm in trouble. Oh, God. Like, horrid pickup lines. Yes, horrid pickup lines, spellbinding pickup lines. Spellbinding. But also, it was, this is like, you know, with a lot of movies at this point in time, they would insert these jokes that would go over the kids' heads. Yes. But the parents would be like, (laughs) Um, however, I miss that bring it back <laughs> please <laughs> like please don't make it like about sex but please bring it back yeah the adult humor come on Love it. joke around about botox or like yeah. mortgages or you know what i mean something <laughs> that would mortgages. still go over the kid's head but wouldn't uh, be like you'd be like i i feel that like if a kid were to go mom what's a mortgage <laughs> you could be like oh it's a bill i pay on the house oh okay um, just use your credit card because kids don't understand money. I love how kids don't understand money. <laughs> it's the best. So, um, this whole time we're bouncing back and forth between Thackeray leading them Binks, through this like yes. wild, right? Binks. Binks leading them through this wild tunnel and the bus. Yes. And when we keep cutting back and forth, one time we come back and Sarah Jessica Parker's character is literally sitting on the bus driver's lap, which cracked me up. <laughs> Worked for 90s kids. Like, that would never happen. Never <laughs> happen. So many violations. <laughs> so many violations. Um, but I loved it. So they drop him off in town where everybody's trick-or-treating. Mary, the one who can smell children, is confused because she can smell children, but she can't see them. They're like, look at the hobgoblin costumes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and look at the angel. And, and then, then the angel comes out and goes, bless you. And they <laughs> scream. And I laughed so hard. Um, right before they got dropped off, Binks got run over by that bus. Oh, right. And then Danny's Danny sobbing. But then he goes... <gasps> And is back to life. He's like, I told you I can't die. And then he's like, Danny, what's wrong? She's like, nothing. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you're back. So. She doesn't need therapy or anything. Not at all. <laughs> not after this night. No. So after the sisters are like, I smell children, but all I see are hobgoblins. They turn around and they're standing in front of a house and Satan is at the door. I love this part so much. I know. So, they're it's like, Master! So and he's like, oh my gosh, you guys look amazing! <laughs> Thinking they're just dressed up and is like, come in, come in, come in! He's like, oh yes, the Sanderson sisters, come on in! So they come in, and he's like, I want you to meet the missus. And we see this woman who's sitting in a chair, chain-smoking, with curlers in her hair, a whole giant bag of cheese doodles, like, wearing her robe. <laughs> Watching TV now. First of all, here's the thing: no shame in her game. That's okay, but how do you I know what woman time. that is? Yeah, it's his bro- his sister in real no, life. I mean, 
Yeah, her name is Penny Marshall. She's kind yeah. of a big FD. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was his sister in real life. Yeah, so part of oh my, my that, God. uh part of the this is gonna ruin Hocus Pocus for you that Probably. I found that no, that's what it was that page oh. the same they were gotcha. like this is a little creepy because they're playing husband and wife in the mm. movie but they're brother and sister I in real see. life. I see what you mean. Yes. So, but um, I'm for just those of you who up. don't know, Penny Marshall was Laverne and Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and, she, and Shirley, and she also directed A League of Their Own. A classic 90s film. So good. Every, we will have to break down at some point. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. So yeah, Penny Marshall, a star. A star. But I'm cracking up because if Josh tried to introduce me to anybody while I was in that state, and listen, I am in that state often less the chain smoking, (laughs) I would be appalled. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Why are you trying to introduce me to people when I look this way? Hide me away like the goblin that I am. <laughs> but they, they call her Medusa. They're like, oh, my God, Satan has married Medusa. Yes. Because she's got, like, the, the old school rollers in her hair. <laughs> so good. I love it. So SJP is dancing with Master in the living room. And his wife comes downstairs and is like, get up. Here, so they leave, and that's the moment where they realize he wasn't really Satan. He was. Did an you also catch how Winnie was in the kitchen, and she's like, "Oh yes, a torture <laughs> chamber." <laughs> Which okay, this is what I mean with the adult humor, right? Because kitchens are it torture chambers. Is my torture chamber? <laughs> I laughed out loud, and for that's a joke that is stacked. Okay. Yes. Because. Yes, if you're dead for 300 years and you come back into a kitchen, I could definitely see how you could think it was a torture chamber, but like, also... Oh, look, a place to heat my cauldron. I hate cooking. And an oven to shove children into. Therefore, it is an actual torture chamber. Oh, my God. So um, good. Yeah. Really funny. And then, in the interim, and again, like Chelsea said, like there's a lot of bouncing back and forth. We're between bouncing scenes. back and forth. So while, like, all of this is going on in the devil's house, these three little girls who are dressed up as the Sanderson sisters Mm -hmm. steal their brooms because they had left them outside. And they fly away. I mean, the little girls? Well, we just assume so. Oh, well, I didn't assume that. No, I didn't. Maybe they did. I think they got more than they bargained for. I don't... (laughs) I don't think the brooms are magic. I think the sisters are magic. Mm. But I could be wrong. Oh my god, you're right, because then the vacuum, you're right. Because later, I you're know, right. I know, I mean, I Wow, you're a genius. I usually am. I was like, wow, those girls get to fly, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, also happening in the background, the kids, so Max, Danny, and Allison, they stop an officer on a motorcycle, and he tells them what happened. Like, Max is like, oh my god, we accidentally woke the Sanderson sisters up. And the officer says, you lit the black flame candle? And Danny says, and he's a virgin. And then the guy says, you're a virgin? Really? <laughs> Again, my note here is, wow, they're really hammering this home. They're, they're like, really hammering it home. It's like the inside joke. Like, hey, he's guys, a virgin. he's a virgin. Do you guys know what that means? Do you know what a virgin is? Like, no, because kids watching this, sh- well, I don't know. Should they? No. Not at eight. I hope not. Not at eight. Have you had this? I don't know. Maybe nowadays you got to have the sex talk like next week with these kids. I don't want to talk about it. 
Um, Let's get okay. to my favorite scene. So yeah, so it turns out this guy's not even a police officer, which I love. I love. I His love that girl part. comes out of like whatever to get their like takeout. He's like, and what was that? He's, he's like, like these kids thought I was a police officer. officer. <laughs> and then they scoot away. And now we're at the Halloween party. My favorite scene then. My favorite scene now. I love it. I love it. I have a question. Yeah. Is this what your parents' Halloween parties were like? Essentially. Oh, my God. But in the backyard. I literally was like, this seems like a Lori special. Yes. Except at Town Hall. Yes. I love it. Yep. This is is what it was. You had to come heavily dressed up. We had a band. We're dancing. There's a bartender. Lori and Mark had a party. That was like their thing in the 90s. And Jill, last week after we recorded, we went and dug through an archive of printed photos. And we found lots of photos from some of the years of the Halloween parties. And they were amazing. They didn't year, disappoint. My dad went as the Wicked Witch of the West. My dad's like 6'4". He's a big guy. He's, he's not like, a small man. He's not even 6'2 or 6'3". He's no, like 6'4". He six six four. Four. Wow. You have to like strain your neck. Yes, you're straining. Wow. wow. I love standing next to my dad. I look like a tiny little nugget. How old is Lori? I mean, ugh, no, a lady never asks and a woman never tells. Yeah, amen. How tall is Lori? <laughs> Five feet. Oh, I love it. A <laughs> so little shorty like me. She, God, went she must as look ridiculous Dorothy. next to your dad. <laughs> yeah, and he went as the Wicked Witch of the West. So he wore a black wow. dress down to the floor. He wore a wig, painted his whole face, put a prosthetic nose on. I love this. It was spectacular. So, yes, probably a this reason why I love this probably why you this love scene. this scene. Yeah, it's, it it's reminiscent. of childhood. The kids are, like, walking around. All the adults are sweaty because they're dancing. They find their dad, who is dressed as Dracula. They find their mom, who's dressed as Madonna. Oh, yeah, and dad makes an inappropriate comment toward Allison. Yes, tell me, because I didn't write it down, but I definitely remember. I didn't write it down either, but I was like, ew, not okay. Would not work today. No, this not does not today. track. Does not track. So they find, the kids find their mom, who was Madonna, which I remember her saying, they're like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Madonna. And I remember that joke going over, not even a joke, but the reference going over my head. Because even though I knew who Madonna was, like the cone boobs meant nothing to me. Right. Is that, do you know what that's from? Is that from a music video or a performance? That was, she was known for her cone boobs at one point. Okay. So that's like a But you are also like a few years younger than me, so I can see why that would have gone over your head. Yeah, I, my first Madonna album was Secret. Okay. So I think that came out after. Probably. The one with like, Like a Virgin and all the. Like a Virgin. I don't remember what album it was on. My first, like, my big intro to Madonna, side sidebar, was, um, like, a prayer. That album, and Katy Perry... That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so Katy... This is a total sidebar, guys, but Katy Perry... I love Perry, the sidebars we're going on. Are you kidding me? Katy Perry released an album, and, like, on all of... This was sometime in the last five years. Maybe six or seven. And on the liner, you know the liner notes on a CD... Or an album. Yes. So she was like, oh, I had it smell like, I don't know, cotton candy or bubble gum or some shit. And she was like, oh, I think I'm like the first person to ever do that. And I was yelling at my like, laptop oh, while I read this. Because Madonna famously had her, um, like a prayer, the liner for those vinyls, like the first pressing of those vinyls, smelled like patchouli. Because... 
speaking of Catholic school girls, like <laughs> the album was heavily influenced by like her relationship with yeah. and her upbringing with Catholicism, mm-hmm. and she wanted it to smell like a church. So my mom had that album when I was growing up, and you could still smell the patchouli on it years later. I love so that. just this past Christmas, Adam bought me a um, like a, a record player, yeah. and I found on um, eBay someone who was selling like a first press of her album and I opened it and it was like there's a smell hold you on know how, it like brings it back to like when you're five when you say first pressed yeah so this is from this is from like 1989 had it not been opened it had been opened and it but still you can still smell? smell the patchouli wow incredible and it has and that first press still had um she also had, like, a card in there about, like, HIV awareness. That was in there. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Total sidebar. I love that sidebar. Katy Perry. How dare you try to take Katie credit. Katy Perry, if you're listening, and we know you are. You were not the first. Madonna was. But I do love you. Rise or whatever. You're fine. Who, Katy Perry? Yeah. Yeah. She just had a baby. And she yeah, kept it real, like, in an Instagram post. For, like, some award show. She's like, this is my outfit for today. She's wearing, like, mesh underwear. A pump bra. Yes. I love it. Anyway, so... they So the, the kids are telling their parents what happened, and the parents don't believe them. And then the Sanderson sisters show up. And, like, Max jumps on stage, and he tells everyone about the sisters, how they accidentally brought them back, they resurrected them, and... Um, Right before he had done this, Winnie was watching the singer on stage sing, I put a spell on you. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, okay, so cool. So then when Max, like, calls out the Sanderson sisters and points to them, she totally plays into it. She's like, oh, yes, I put a spell on you. And they think that it's an act. And they're like, oh, my God, look at this kid. Like, good for you for introducing these really well-dressed ladies. Okay. First of all. Winnie is, uh, should be on the spin team Yeah, today in 2020. Yes. She yes. Would, that's who she would be yeah. because that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She performed great under pressure. Mm-hmm. She came up with a believable answer immediately Yeah, and then took it to the next level. Yeah. And actually put a spell on the entire party. Yeah. Which I missed Every single time I watched it as a child until this last time, because every other time I've watched it, I've been like, why have the parents not come home yet? (laughs) And then this time I'm like, oh, she says dance till you die. They can't leave. They have to stay. They have to literally dance until they die. I thought they were just having a riot. I mean, and one would hope, but listen, these are parents. We know they're not staying out until 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., But it's it the was. 90s. That's true. So Back in the 90s, you would go to a gala, get a call from your babysitter that your, that your child you, is barfing, and, and you would come home. stay for two more hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I believe it. You know, yes. I believed it. They're just having a good time. But um, I put a spell on you performance by... Bette Midler, 10 out of 10, would recommend to a friend over always, and over and over. Always, And at one of her concerts, she actually did this. She came out dressed as Winnie Sanderson, Winifred Sanderson. That. And performed it. Gives me life. I know. Amazing. All right. So then the kids go to the high school. They trick the sisters into going to the school. And they lead them into, like, a kiln. Yeah. The Pottery Barn class. The Pottery Barn! <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to sponsor us? <laughs> oh, my God. Pottery Barn. Hashtag ad. 
<laughs> you can have it. We've got ad space, babe. Yeah, we do. Can you sponsor us and also <laughs> give us some of your nice furniture? Okay. So they they put them into the pottery kiln and they like trick them into get coming in there. And the kids are super pumped about it. And we see this green smoke coming out of like the chimney, essentially. And the kids are super pumped. Like they're dead. Ding dong, the witch is dead. And it was really cute because Binks is like, oh. I guess this is the end of it for me. And he says this thing to Max, which I wrote down. Take good care of Danny, Max. You'll never know how precious precious she is until you lose her. Which broke my heart. It does. And then they're like, oh my God, wait, you're a denizen now. Like, you're going to live with us forever. Don't be silly. Let's go home. And they all go home. And Danny falls asleep with Banks. And Allison falls asleep, like, in Max's arms. Sitting on the stairs. Because what else would you do at like 15 or 16 except stay at the house of the new guy that you just met? Now, (laughs) yes and no because this definitely happened in high school with me. (laughs) Like, and innocently fell asleep at my boyfriend's house and got in a lot of trouble. Oh. And like truly was sleeping. Like literally was like, no, I literally fell asleep. And you know they thought we were banging. But I was like, no, we were sleeping. Out, you know, oh. it's the 90s. Did you, it's like, fall nuts. asleep on his couch? No. In his bed? No. On, on the, the floor, floor? Like, watching movies and stuff, I would fall asleep. And then oh, the parents okay. would come home. Like, my curfew was, like, 10 or whatever. Sure, sure. And the parents would come home at, like, 11.30, and we'd wake up because we'd hear the garage and be oh. like, oh, my God! And then have to, like, frantically leave. Wow, I can't believe the parents were out that late. Good for them. I know. Get it. I'm I so don't tired. know say out that I'm late. I'm tired already. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Okay, we come back to the party, by the way, and everyone's still dancing. Everyone's still dancing. <laughs> Dance till you die. Have an I wrote a sidebar. Okay, so at this point, we see the witches have escaped. Um, they like reincarnate somehow. Yes, they reincarnate. They're back because it's not sunrise yet, so oh, they can still okay. do it. Okay. So I wrote down a note that was like, they show it's close to five a.m. Something is going on, but the sunrise has to be soon, okay? So, I find the spookiest hours of the day to be that, like, very much pre-dawn Twilight. light. Yes. I hate it. Tell I me have, why. Well, I, I don't know, but Ooh. truly in watching this, mm. I wondered. I was like, I wonder if this is a piece of it oh. from my... Not all of it, obviously, right, right. but, like, a piece of it. But, like, okay, I remember... Um, I worked at Starbucks when I first moved here when I was in college, and um, sometimes I worked the, like, 5 a.m. to 2 shift, the opening shift, and, you know, like, in the fall and winter, 5 a.m., it's dark. Right. So you're, you witness, like, you, I would drive to work in that twilight, and the Starbucks that I worked in, like, overlooked downtown Albany, and the sun didn't rise that way, it just got lighter. Right. Do you know what I mean? So right. it wasn't a sunrise. It just was like gradual right. a brightness. Right. Of the, of the and it just gave me like spooky vibes. I yeah. hated it. Yeah. And then have you ever seen, um, what is it? 30 Days of Night. Is a no. Josh Hartnett horror movie? No, I don't do horror movies. I hate them. Okay. It's, um, it takes place in Alaska where, oh, you know, yeah. where they have, they literally whatever. have, like, it's just dark. And then in that movie, it's like a weird Twilight yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. And I, that Ugh. creeps me out. Yeah, I hate it. So, um, 
it gives it, it's it's just spooky. And you know what? One time I told my friend Catherine that I told her like I find that hour scarier than the pitch black. Yeah. Like I just find that eerie yeah. light scarier than two a.m. Right. Pure darkness. Right. <laughs> She said she thinks it's because deeply ingrained in you from the times when you would, like, blackout drink in college <laughs> that those would be the hours you were stumbling home and nothing good was happening. I'm like, I don't think that's and it, you're like, that's oh, very funny. Oh, fuck, why am I still out? Yeah. <laughs> the sun's coming up and I'm drunk. Right? <laughs> nothing good is going on. Catherine, I am the vampire. I mean, I love that theory. It made me laugh. <laughs> I, You know why I hate Twilight? Because I'm like, I don't have enough time to sleep and get like a solid couple hours sleep. This is awful. Yeah. But before we get into that piece, I, I I don't know if you wrote this down, but we cut to the two bullies, Ice and oh, whatever yeah. that other night guy's the cages. name is. And he goes, want to look in windows and watch babes undress? I didn't write that down, but what I did, it's... and it bothered the hell out of me. Like, can you imagine someone dropping a line like that in a movie today? No, would not happen. It not wouldn't. as a joke. Not like no. Not okay. It's not, not cool. Doesn't track. Shame on you, Disney, for promoting that kind of voyeurism. Boy, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. How dare you? How dare you? And then the sisters capture them and lock them in cages. Well, but deserved. Disney, if you want to sponsor us, that's fine. You want to sponsor us, and and we'll take your money. We'll take your money, and we will explain to people all the things that you did wrong and all the things you're doing right. Yes. Thanks. Okay, bye. You know, you are both and. It's fine. <laughs> it's both and. <laughs> all right. So, Max and Allison wake up and they're like, "Oh my god, it's five a.m. Let's try to break the spell that's on Binks." Does not work. Right. So they open up the spell book, which shoots a light out of his lighthouse apparently but in i don't think they can see that because they no, they can't right but like you, oh nothing's you, wrong as the movie the watcher immediately right. are like uh oh and the sanderson sisters see it and they're like oh my god the book is open let's go okay but i loved this part because before right before they notice they can see it winnie is like this is the end <laughs> i can feel it in my bones <laughs> And she's like, I want to go to the window and say goodbye. <laughs> so dramatic. I, I love her. Just, I feel like, so part of the reason I think this movie is still so endearing to me years later is because I can imagine being one of the Sanderson sisters, the actresses. Oh, really? And how much fun they must have had oh, making Do you know what I mean? Yes. That is where... The joy I, they felt making The joy movie. they felt making it. I mean, think of how much fun we were having being silly at our photo shoot. Like, I just yeah, imagine that. Point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. this, like, silly... Like, that scene to film where they're, like, <laughs> sit here and be as dramatic as possible about the sunrise coming. And Mary has to just sit there and, like, stroke her and be like, yes, sister, yes. And she's like, this is the end. And, like, that must have been so much fun. And so really, like, in watching that, it just lightens my heart. So they walk to the window. They see the light. They're like, they open the book. Come, we fly, which is another classic line. Yes. Today on my Instagram feed, because the government is watching your every move, um, (laughs) there was an advertisement for a sweatshirt that said, come, we fly, because they knew I watched Hocus Pocus last night, because they were listening. I've had some uh, targeted ads as well. (laughs) Since watching this film. But, um, and then this is where, going back to the magic of the broom. You're right. Yep. I know. So go um, ahead. Your turn. So the sisters 
are like, we gotta fly. Come, we fly. And they realize they don't have their room. So they open up a closet. There is a room, there is a mop, and there is a vacuum. So um, Mary ends up with a vacuum. Somehow she makes it work, though. Yeah, so going back to the article I read where the we're gonna wreck Hocus Pocus for you, they said... Uh, they wrote, like, the year the vacuum was invented. Oh, really? Like, so if Mary had never seen a vacuum before and they've been scared of a bus, scared of the blacktop, scared of an ambulance, they're certainly not going to see a vacuum and know what it is. And That's that true. is equivalent to a broom. But, again, maybe it was just the last thing left in the closet and she didn't know what she was grabbing. And She's just like, like, whatever. Eh? I'll make it work. I'll make it Designers, work. Designers, make Be- it work. <laughs> <laughs> so... Is this a Project Runway podcast? (laughs) It might be. So, um, they read in the spell book something about salt, and they are looking for salt about how, like, if you surround yourself with salt, you're immune to spells. And um, they find salt downstairs in his kitchen, and I saw, when they open up the cabinet, like, an old-school 7-Up can. Again, super obvious, like, 7-Up must have paid to be in this movie. That's so funny. Well, um... The advertisement did not work on me. I didn't notice. <laughs> well, it worked on me. <laughs> um, and then Max and Allison almost kiss. Classic 90s. Classic. And um, then they're like, oh, my God, what's all that noise? The Sanderson sisters are back. Allison and Max go upstairs, and the sisters have Emily Binks and the book. And uh, Allison surrounds herself in salt, and they're like, oh, aren't you clever? Goodbye. <laughs> and they... Burst out through the thing. Yeah, which I I wrote down a note. They burst through the ceiling because I wanted, I hoped we would circle back to that. I For yes. some reason in my mind, there was a scene where the whole family goes back home. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know what I mean? And they, like, notice. But that yeah. must be another movie from the 90s where oh. something gets destroyed. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. Um... So then Sarah sings her siren song to lure all the children of Salem to their home. Okay, so now this is going back to the part in the beginning where we said Emily was calm. Yes. Because all these kids are coming oh, so trance. Right. Remember, they're like out the window and they're just yes. like calm and coming. So we oh, didn't yeah, see right. that in the beginning, but obviously this is their pattern. Right. Sarah sings her like siren song. The kids are put under a spell that makes them just come willingly. I would like to know what the age cutoff is. Like, what is a child? Yeah, that's that's a good question because, well, you know what? It, it must be, like, 18, because we're going to get to this in this closing scene, because they go for Max. Yeah, but Max is immune to their siren song. That's what I mean. Like, what is the age oh, for the siren, for the siren song. song? I thought you meant for them to take the life oh, force. Oh, no. Ooh, but there's a plot hole. Mm-hmm. How can he be immune to the siren song, but also, like, be a child? Yeah, and you know what? Danny was also immune to the siren song. Wow. Disney. Whoops. What? either what is the role is it showrunner who's supposed to notice these scripts i don't know but someone screwed this up (laughs) so contingencies consistencies (laughs) thank you i'm fine is this a is is this a podcast about buying homes (laughs) the contingency on my offer no okay so max manages to trick the sisters into thinking it's morning because he drives Adam pointed it out to me. It was like a Ford something or other. Yes. I don't know. Brings it to the window. 
has Allison flash it on, says it's daylight savings time, which turns out 1993 was the first year that they did daylight savings times on Halloween. So Stop this it. actually wow. does. Disney, you did it. You did yeah. one thing right. You did it right, <laughs> which I I thought was very interesting. That is interesting. However. They also, in ruining it, said it's not going to come up at 5 o'clock, though. It came up at 6.25. Thank you. Have a nice day. Wow. So then they break in. The sisters are, like, freaking out. The bullies ask for help, and uh, Max seals his sneakers back. Which, thank you, Max. But also, like, I do hope you did the right thing and let people know they were in cages there eventually. Probably not. Mm. So then the sisters eventually realize that it was a trick. Yep. Because they drive away, and then all of a sudden it's dark. So then the sisters fly, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get you. They try to, like, pull them over. And then eventually we meet Billy again. Yeah, they're, they're back in a graveyard. They yes. go back they're into back a graveyard to wait yes. for dawn. They're yes. just like, we know the witches can't touch us here. Hollow ground. They throw Danny into an open grave, which, hell no. Yeah, no thank you. Throw salt all around it, thinking... This will that, keep her safe. That's going to keep her safe, and they're just going to wait out the dawn. So Billy is. So Billy comes back, and it turns out he's, like, on the side of Max and Danny. And when he comes back, Billy calls her a wench and a trollop. But first, he takes a knife, and you think he's oh, yes. going to slit somebody's right. throat, but right. all he does is cut the stitches off of his mouth so he can sass Winnie. So he can Winnie. shit-talk Winnie. And again, a lot of shit-talk happening, lots of name-calling. He calls her a wench and a trollop. Tells her to go to hell. She says, I've been there. Thank you. I found it quite lovely. Again, like, hilarious. Hilarious. But also, would not happen today. But I love it. <laughs> what? I, that, actually, you know what? I'm going to throw that line in my back pocket in the event somebody ever tells me to go to hell. I've been there. It's quite lovely. Yeah. Right? That is the ultimate comeback. I love it. So then, Winnie picks up um, Danny, and is essentially holding her hostage. I wrote down she's holding her in the classic kidnapping stance. Yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. And she's, like, trying to force her to drink the very mm-hmm. itty-bitty... Oh, because what we didn't mention is that, much like Thackeray did at the beginning of the movie, Max knocks over the cauldron and spills all the, po- all the poison out. The spell poison out. The life-sucking poison. The potion. All but a little vial. Right. But they say it's enough for one child. So Winnie is like, I'm going to force feed this to Danny. And Danny's, you know, clutching. Not having it. Not having it. Not not having it. She's immune to Sarah's siren song. And for some reason. We don't know why. Again, plot holes, continuity issues. So Max is like, put her down or I'll smash the potion. Right. She's like, yep. And she's like, if you smash it, I'll kill her. Right. So now he's he's in a pickle. If he smashes it, he's not going to give it to her. So he slams it, as any good big brother would do, especially after talking to Binks. What a sacrifice, Max! Mm. You gem, precious. Winnie is furious, but then is like, "Fine, I'll take your life force." But the sun is rising simultaneously. So as she's trying to suck the life out of him, she turns to stone. The other sisters immediately turn to dust. Mm-hmm. Then the, her stone statue turns to dust. And explodes into dust and glitter, which I appreciated. Yes, glitter is probably what they're made of, not. Why was it glitter? Because it was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> 
get some of that on your skin. Roll it on your body. <laughs> um, then they're thanking Billy, who goes back to sleep in his grave. He yawns and slams back, and I love it. That is that is a mood. That is me every all, yes. all the time. Good night. Every night. Uh, slam. <laughs> and they can't find Banks. Banks is dead. Yes. Banks's cat body is dead. His the spell over him has finally been broken it's since been the broken. Sanderson sisters are good and dead. Danny is sobbing over Banks and then a ghost, Thackeray Banks. Yes. Emerges and is like, Danny, why are you crying? You saved me. And he, like, thanks them for lighting the candle, and he touches Danny's face and says, I will always be with you, and it's real cute, and she's, she is crying, but she's having a both-ands moment because she's sad she doesn't get to keep the cat, but she's happy that he's free of the curse. And then we hear, Thackeray, Thackeray Banks, (laughs) and it's Emily, and she's like, what took you so long? It's like, I had to wait for a virgin to light a candle. Again, with the virgin. (laughs) It is something else. And, and scene. And scene. And, uh, then we see the confused adults leaving the party. Yes. So, yes. They're stumbling out, sweaty, confused. And they're like, wow, they really Hell of a party. party. I, I thought L.A. was... I loved that yeah. one. Like, something about L.A. being He's crazy. like, I thought L.A. knew how to throw a party. Right. And they're like, oh, oh I guess these, Salem. New, these Salem New Englanders, jeez. Love and it. And then at the very end, we see the eye of the book move. Yes. Which, you know, open to interpretation. And I read that there was not a not a remake but like a sequel or some other movie in the works like five years ago whether or not that is actually ever going to happen or it's falling through I don't know but wow so much later I don't know if I would be into it yeah I think that it's one of those like you gotta hit those remakes yeah and I think it's the like same generation. they're reaching a little bit yeah right? they're trying to like catapult off of the uh cult the cult status yeah. that they've reached I mean think about the Big Lebowski can you imagine yeah. if they did a sequel now no no can't do it. No. Can't do it. Anyway, that is the end of the film. And the film ends just like ends. Yeah. It's not like one of those things where it's like you get like a little. Like wrap it up all in a tiny little yeah, bit. Yeah, like it's just like. Home. That's done. what I mean. We never go back. We don't find out. Did the parents get upset about the house? Did people believe them with the witch story? Did Max and Allison end up together? I, we like, don't know. It just we don't ends. Know. It just ends, which I got to tell you, I do appreciate. Yeah. They're just like, this is the end of our story. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Our budget has run out. Our budget has run out. <laughs> and it's been 90 minutes. It's been 90 minutes. That's my uh, cap. The end. Okay. So, um closing thoughts is Hocus Pocus scary yeah yeah I think it's a little I think that it's mostly funny but it's also like some of the subject matter is a little frightening yeah for a kid yeah yeah for an adult obviously not but for a kid yeah I remember being scared of it yeah um as an adult, I find it hilarious. Oh, as an adult, it's really funny. Especially, like, the little jokes that you get now as an adult versus yeah. what you got as a kid. Does, would you show, at what age would you show Holland? You said never? No, I don't think actually never. Um, 
but I I did question if I would show it to her this year because Holland is really into movies mm. this year and right. she has the attention span to sit down and watch a whole movie. Yeah. I was and she loves like um she's like a she likes following the season, you know. Oh, so it's Halloween. Right. So she's like I we're gonna Halloween put movie, yeah, right. I want to watch Halloween right, movies. Right. We're gonna pretend to trick or treat. I'm gonna like wear costumes all right. the time. You know, that's like her right. jam. So I was like, oh, maybe a Halloween movie I could show her, and I watch it, and absolutely not because I'm not ready to field no. all those questions. No. What right. is a hanging? And what is a virgin? There what would is be a, a lot yeah, of questions. There right. would be a lot of questions. So, um, I would show it to her at a point where we could have a conversation, <laughs> where I could trust her understanding of a lot more of the language in the movie but also know she was mature enough to be like don't do this (laughs) and you know being don't go lighting black flame candles okay yeah (laughs) what about you oh jack's not watching this anytime soon yeah yeah no i mean and jack jack loves for those of you who don't know me and my son Jack is destined for Broadway. Oh, yes, he is. He is obsessed with movies, obsessed with soundtracks, obsessed with music, loves everything about all of those things. But I think this is a little bit too scary for him until he's probably nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think. That's the age range. And the subject matter is just, like you said, I wouldn't necessarily want to be feeling those questions. And he's super inquisitive and would yeah. ask me all the questions. That's more so my issue. Yeah, and honestly. I'm not interested in answering them. Because I think a lot of it, like you said, it's not like they show anyone getting hurt or yeah. hung or whatever, but what's happening? Yeah. Why did they do that? Although, totally. maybe it would be a lot simpler than that, and he would mostly laugh. He'd be like, oh my god, look at that cat, it's so funny. But I also don't want to feel the question of like, why did that cat get run over by a bus? And then live. Right. Like Is that Ryder no... going to live when yeah. he dies? You know what oh I mean? Like, God, no, I'm not. Right. Nope, sorry. Wait till you're 9 or 10. Yeah. I just, I don't have the energy for that. Agreed. The time or the energy. Neither. Um. Anything else you want to say as we end it? Um. Nothing about this episode. Just want to wrap things up. Okay. Let's wrap it. Guys. Put a little bow on it. Remember, it's spooky season. Send us your spooky stories. We want the stories. I, I Do you have one? Can we give an example? No. I kind of have one, but I think I'll save it. Okay. I mean, listen, guys. We're talking... Oh, wait. Well, no, I don't. This is a cute story. Actually, no. That's... Delete. Delete, delete, delete. delete, delete. Bravo, delete. bravo, fucking bravo. <laughs> um, I don't really have any, like, classic 90s scary stories. Um, I would say we're looking for, again, like... But Did you can... ever find a razor blade in a candy bar? Because remember how that was a thing, allegedly? We'd yeah. like to hear from people who actually experienced this. You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> um, one of those class action lawsuits <laughs> against Skittles. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, something scary, something funny, something that, like, maybe your parents are like, don't do this on Halloween, otherwise, like, a demon will come up and bite you in the butt. Yeah, like, or, like, did you and your friends sneak into graveyards and play Ouija or, like, what, you know, stuff that... Oh, my God. Speaking of Ouija boards, I guess I can save this, but I asked for one one year for Christmas, and my mom bought it, and I know she bought it because I saw it in her closet. And then did she return it? She sure did. Oh, my God, and I then love it was that. Gone. And she's like, I heard that it was, like, about the devil and demons. Listen, the Ouija board is... A portal to hell for sure. Oh well, I'll I've say. been there and I've and it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I haven't. So good. 
thank you guys for continuing to tune in. Please subscribe, review, rate us, share us with your friends. We love doing this. Not We're for the fame. So much fun. Not, not for, for the, the fame. fame and acclaim, but the fame for and the fortune. fun of it. We're for having... the fun of it. No, and you want to know what? All right, I'm going to go off on another little sidebar real quick. Give it to me. Okay, one week, I don't know how how we will incorporate this, but I want to do something. I watched The Social Dilemma today, and I could not stop thinking about this podcast the whole time I was watching it and, like, the time that we grew up in and how it is so different from the time our kids grew up in. So I feel like I want to watch it and be like, how can we incorporate a little bit more of the 90s into our oh, parenting like and stuff? It. Because it was, like, so good so interesting what about the 90s and living as a child of the 90s would be beneficial to kids today and so part of something that they're talking about in the social dilemma is like how these social media apps are literally AI intelligence that is like um, artificial intelligence that is their only job is to find ways to keep you on your phone longer that's it. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like the goal. It's like commercials from the 90s. Yeah. Like, what can we do to convince you that you need these things? You need these things. So that is what the social media experience is. It's like sucking you in so you stay way longer than you intended to stay, thus being exposed to more ads than you intended to be exposed to, blah, 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 blah. And so I was thinking about the 90s and how we didn't have that, right. for one. And for two, how in this podcast... Because when we watch these things or listen to these things, like, I don't have my phone on me. I set it down. I'm watching it so that I can focus on the story and, like, take notes. Right. And realizing that I don't do that very often. Yeah. Like, when I watch things most of the time, I'm also scrolling. Yeah. And so something that's been really fun about this podcast for me is, like, truly hopping back in time. Yeah. Agreed. So fun. So Agreed. thanks for doing this with me. I love it. Um, I love it. I love you. I love all of this. <laughs> I got I love you too. And I love our listeners. Guys, we love you. Let's roll out with everybody's favorite song and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I don't know what era you grew up in. On Saturday mornings, I had Rugrats. I had Hey Arnold. I was playing my Game Boy. It worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say. I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me. Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby for the right price. Maybe see a fight night, crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out. And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house. Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out. And yo, with magic gets a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal. Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate No, there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nick at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find Yo, 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 if we're talking video games, Goldeneye Yo, let's take it back to the Goldeneye on Nintendo 64. Son, you are not beating me. That's where you cats gonna find Remember me. when you had to dial 1-800-COLLECT to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online? Then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager? The crazy 
house parties in the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster, making mixtapes that you got for your crush. Or you know getting numbers was a part of the plan. I was clueless. She told me I should talk to the hand. Keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper. I was getting mad at teachers 'cause she took my Walkman. She ain't let me get it either. It's the Fresh Prince from the city of Philly. Anybody know what's going on with Millie Vanilli? Yo, watch what you putting on after dark. I still be getting nightmares from Jurassic Park. Hey yo, yo, you remember Pogs? What the heck were Pogs? Take it back to the 90s. I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just like kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember, it had the thing on the top, and you would like pump it up a million times, and then you squirt the cars going down the street. Yo. Over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies. Take it back to the you know what I'm saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action That's figures, but. Oh man, garbage pail kids. Remember the garbage pail kids? I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else they have? Oh, listen, listen. If we talking sitcoms, Fresh Prince of Bel Air over over everything. That is Seinfeld. Friends was just okay. I mean movies. Got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. You know, as a kid, that you know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me. But whatever. Mom, mom, where's my talk boy? The talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I need it 'cause I'm gonna record record my demo.